0: This is Localization Today, a podcast from Multilingual Media, covering the most relevant daily news in the language industry. Thank you everyone for joining us again here at Lockworld 50, Eddie Arrieta with Multilingual Magazine. Today, once again, Natalia Horva Shekka, Shevska, thank you, with FORCE Group, you had an amazing panel about AI and you have a contrarian view. Let's put it that way, I want to dig deeper into the idea uh, and your cautionary tale around how should we approach artificial intelligence. Welcome to Multilingual Media, thank you for, for coming.
1: Thank you, Eddie, it's nice to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. So I'm Natalia Horbachevska from Task Force, LSP. And we have offices in Ukraine and in Poland. And we are indeed quite cautious about AI because, first of all, the technology is really costly, not environmentally friendly. And also, ethical part of it is questionable. So lawyers at the European level are now discussing the restrictive measures towards AI so that people cannot use it for bad, cannot use it to harm other people. And this is my main concern because uh, what we need to do when we implement AI, we really need to control that it is implemented for good. And uh, in our exercises, what we have already started to do in our company, we only do small things. We started to, you know, tested for marketing purposes, for research and development. Like we dig deeper into our client segments, we see the buyer personas, we want to understand what could be the needs and pains our clients have. But we are aware that AI can hallucinate, that it can invent things which do not exist. So human control and verification is as important as it was never before. And uh, when we, for example, demand our people to to check emails through ai to make it more fluent we have to make sure they anonymize every text which goes into the chat gpt or whatever it is and here we we have to be very cautious and we have to implement certain controls over the the rules yeah that they are followed so these are my concerns now and i really believe you shouldn't hurry up engaging it implementing it because at the end of the day it might appear that due to its cost and due to electricity consumption it might be not as good yeah and due to confidentiality restrictions it might be not as good as just simple machine translation so for now that's what i think about it
0: oh no, and thank you so much because a lot of what you hear in the industry is let's jump on it, let's jump on it, let's do it, let's all go behind it, let's take this wave. And you're saying, let's be cautious. Being cautious doesn't mean don't jump into it. So in the execution of a cautionary approach uh, towards artificial intelligence, what are your recommendations? How How do you think this can be done? How can you cautiously approach artificial intelligence?
1: As I said... The only thing you can do is to teach your people to do it properly, to make them aware of ethical side, of legal side, and then control. So implement and control, implement and control, always. Because if it's not controlled, it will soon be out of out of your control. Sorry for <laughs> this word, play. So that's, that's the only thing I can advise. I wouldn't be too quick. Because women are often at the cautious side. They don't want to hurry because we want to see how it evolves. And as soon as I see now, our clients do not have this request. They don't want us to jump quickly into something new. Sometimes it happens that when we tell our clients, come on, let's go to a localization platform. They say, no, no, thank you. We are okay with our Excel sheets. So let alone the AI exercises, if they are not ready to go to localization platforms, what we are talking about. So we in Ukraine, we are quite far away from, you know, jumping this AI thing to a full extent. So not exactly now.
0: And, and uh, I thank you for, for, for being honest about it and, and, and sharing it with us and with the audience. Do you think this is going to be a competitive advantage? To approach AI this way, do you think those that perhaps are jumping on it too quickly might find themselves with much larger problems in the future? And is that why you think that you know we should take this approach?
1: Yes, yes. I think that uh, whenever we do, uh, whatever we do, we have to be very transparent. So if we or any other company. Um, accepts AI as its main mainstream, Yeah, I would advise to be very transparent about it, to write that, look, we use AI on our website or in our blog, or we do not use AI in our texts, and that's our strategy, that's our approach, that's our competitive advantage. Because clients at the end of the day might think, well, we can do it in-house, we can uh, also use ChatGPT ourselves, why do we need you guys? And then you have to understand where is your value proposition, what's exactly in the, in the heart of it. And for us, for me, for example, what I try com- to communicate to my team is that no matter what client brings to us, either it's a raw machine translated thing or it's a raw AI content, We are project managers. We can bring our value in terms of managing this project, in terms of making it final product, uh, because someone has to do it. So some clients want to outsource it, and that's where we step in. So main thing is to understand where your value proposition lies and to be very transparent about AI you are using or not using, and then it will help.
0: And, and and this might sound like a like a dumb question, but is your team using AI, and how do you how do you communicate that internally with your team?
1: Yes, we do use AI, but for now it is only for internal purposes, and it's more like testing AI. So what we can do, it's basic things like make this email more fluent, yeah, and then. Give us more information about this client segment and what the needs might be. Also, (laughs) we tried to, well, we asked ChatGPT once, give us the list of organizations in Poland who help Ukraine. We wanted, because we concentrate a lot on Poland-Ukraine relationship, We wanted to, you know, approach those organizations and offer our services. And then ChatGPT immediately gave us the list of organizations. And we were like, woohoo, super, we can, you know, immediately start working. And when we came to Google trying to search these websites, they were not existent. They were completely invented by ChatGPT. That's why why it's... (laughs) very far away from replacing humans. Not not now, definitely. Because human verification and human control is something AI products, AI outputs will, will need a long time. So that was our experience. And we, of course, we use it, but again, we do it very cautiously and we check after it.
0: Yeah. Uh, and thank you so much. This is gonna be my last question for you, but um, what are, what are the recommendations that you're going to give those that say, yes, I want to take the cautionary approach towards AI? What are the two, three things you think they should be doing?
1: Yes, uh, two, three things might be like a look after legal developments in this field. I'm a lawyer by, by background. That's why I'm really interested what lawyers say about it. And they say that... Um, It's the question of the responsibility. Who's going to take responsibility for the outputs of AI? And not only in our sphere. What what about healthcare, where some basic advice is already being given by uh, by AI? So who's going to confirm this advice is okay, it's correct from the medical point of view? So lawyers are going to step in quite soon and uh, come up with some legislation restrictions and we have to be aware of it. So that's the first recommendation to keep a closer look at it. And also if you implement it in your company, be transparent and explain to your people and to, to your clients where you use it and what are your tactics, what are your recommendations to employees, how to use it. So that's probably main two things what I would do. And what we're already doing. And again, don't forget to control. Don't forget to control the AI itself and your employees who are using it. That's it.
0: Fantastic, Natalia. Thank you so much, everyone. Natalia Horbachevska from Task Force. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to have you and we'll see you later. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Localization Today. To subscribe to Multilingual Magazine, Go to multilingual.com slash subscribe.